Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Well, hey friends, welcome back to Anchored and Always. Do you ever feel like you are on this never-ending quest to find balance and peace in your life? Like if you could just discover what's missing, then your life will make sense and you can finally experience fulfillment. So you maybe go through life chasing this elusive sense of balance, believing that to achieve it means then you will find a certain, you will feel a certain way. But what if it's not chaos or peace or joy or sorrow? What if it's both? I felt unsettled in one way or another probably the majority of my life and maybe even still at times now, thinking if I could just find my purpose and calling or if I do ministry and serve people or maybe just being the best mom or wife that I can be, then everything would be right in my life and and I could somehow achieve balance. And believe me, I've tried. I've done things that way for so long and it's exhausting. When you experience great heart-wrenching loss and you choose not to numb that pain, then an amazing but also terrifying thing begins to happen. Your perspective changes and everything that you thought would make you happy is somehow different. And you begin to see the world and experience things through a different lens. Maybe you're, you're listening today and you've experienced some heavy loss and you understand what I'm saying to some extent. Or maybe you haven't, but you found yourself feeling stuck in your life. What I'm discovering as I seek the Lord um, in an even deeper way in my grief is that He is enough. What does that even mean? I think I believed the lie for so long that peace and joy are the absence of suffering and hardship. But maybe it's not one or the other, but it's actually both. Our spirit longs for heaven, and in our flesh, we often try to make this life feel like what our spirit longs for, which is heaven. But what if in our pursuit of heaven on earth, we are missing all the little glimpses of heaven that God gives us now in the midst of our brokenness? What if suffering, loss, hardship is the path to peace this side of heaven? And I don't mean that we should seek it out by any means, and I don't think that we would even have to for that matter. But maybe just changing our perspective to allowing the discomfort of the hard things in our life to actually draw us closer to God. Even beginning to see the struggles as an opportunity to learn and grow in our faith. And instead of becoming bitter or being angry and blaming God or other people, we start to allow it to give us an even greater appreciation for the beautiful moments, the gifts in this life. If we never experience pain, how can we fully appreciate the absence of it? And I don't believe that we fully will have the absence of pain until heaven anyway. I want to look at a few passages in the book of Philippians today. In this book, Paul is writing this letter to the church in Philippi as he was imprisoned in Rome. And, you know, he didn't know if he would be released at this time or killed, but he did know that either way he would be delivered. 
His circumstances didn't change that because he knew he was exactly where he was supposed to be at that time, and his confidence was in the Lord. The Holy Spirit in him, the same one that's in you and I as believers, gave Paul the power and strength to persevere under any circumstances. He looked at his trials as God's appointments to serve whoever was in his path. Now, here's the scripture that, that, where he talks about that. It's um, Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 through 14. And it says, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, he's talking to the church at Philippi, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard, those are the Romans, and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. Wow, you know, how many times do I complain because maybe shipping is taking too long on something I ordered or some other trivial or unimportant and maybe even just inconvenient thing is happening in my life? You know, do you struggle with accepting where you are in your life right now as I have? Do you even maybe resent where God has placed you in this season? So what if we allowed the Holy Spirit to help us see through fresh eyes as though he's positioning positioning us like he did Paul to serve other people? And here again in Philippians 1 verses 19 through 21, Paul says, For I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Why did he say that? Because he knew that his home was in heaven, that no matter what happened in earth, he would be delivered ultimately to heaven. You know, when I was reflecting on these passages, along with just, you know, feeling sorry for myself a lot lately, I began to see how I often determine my level of contentment, joy, or peace by the absence of discomfort in my life. Like if I'm struggling, then something is wrong. But what if it's not? What if in the struggle is where I find some measure of purpose and peace is the actual overflow of that? Paul moved on to share about the joy that we can experience in serving others in chapter 2, verses 3 and 4, and then also in verses 14 through 17. And it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. And then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. Our transformed lives should demonstrate God's word. We should shine like stars in this dark world because our hope is heavenly. It's not of this world. And it should look different than what the world finds hope in, which is just fleeting and momentary. You know, and as we have this mindset, it leads to joy in our believing. He says in chapter 3 of Philippians, verse 12 through 14, 
Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And our citizenship, citizenship excuse me, is in heaven. And we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we can have confidence that just doesn't make sense in this world. That would definitely stand out like a bright light, wouldn't it? And finally, joy in giving. Because Christ is enough, we can freely give to those around us. Philippians 4.12 tells us, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in every, in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. You know, I truly long for that mindset, to just feel content no matter what is going on in my life. And I feel like we can be content if we, if we begin to focus on what we are supposed to do and not on what we think we should have in this life. When we have this mindset, I truly believe it allows us to be grateful and praise God in the midst of our trials. Nothing is without reason or purpose in our lives. We can choose to focus on the eternal instead of the non-essential. I know for me, longing for more or better or even different has shown me where I've placed the things of this life before God to fill a, to fill a void that only He can. So let me ask you this in closing. What are you drawn to when you feel empty inside? And how can you begin to find true contentment even now in your current circumstances? Let's pray together. Father God, I thank you that although there is beauty in this life, there are glimpses of heaven for us to experience even now, we can have true peace and fulfillment even in the midst of trials and, and hardships because we know that there is purpose in everything. We know that you have each one of us exactly where we need to be at any given moment in our lives to draw power from you and serve those around us, taking the focus off the temporary things that are missing in our lives now and focusing instead on the eternal, which allows us to live a life in gratitude despite our circumstances. So God, we thank you for allowing us to be the lights in this dark world that you shine through. And it's in your precious and holy name we pray. Hey friend, are you feeling stuck? Maybe in your relationship with God, yourself, or other people in your life? As a professional life and relationship coach, I can help you discover unhealthy patterns and mindsets that are holding you back from experiencing more fulfilling relationships and stepping into that God-sized calling on your life with confidence. You can email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com. And be sure to check out my brand new website at anchoredinalways.com for more information and to book your 20-minute free discovery session with me today. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored in Always. I will put all of these links in the show notes for you. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Please take a quick minute to subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.